Quick Stop is brought to you by Lucky Dice Games. Check them out at stores.ebay.com slash Lucky Dice Games. Welcome to the special edition of Click Stop today. This is an all-female edition. This is Sam Powell, your host today. I'm joined with an exclusive group of women in the HeroClix community. Um, all the way from Canada, we have three of them on our phone call today. We have Patricia. Hi. Uh, we have Amber Collins from the other half of Married with Clicks. Hello. And then we have Emily. Hello. So, um, again, guys, I'm so excited we could do this. Um, meeting you guys at Origins was amazing. I know I met Patricia when she came down for a, a WizKid Open, I believe. At I think I went to... Was it Super I went down to, Did I go to Kentucky and meet you there? Yeah. Or yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was a Kentucky. Um, but it was nice seeing, like, everybody at Origins, because... I'm like the only female in like a 50 mile radius, <laughs> at least. So, um, we were supposed to have Sarah and Jennifer on the phone call today from the U.S., but uh, things didn't work out, so they couldn't join us today. But um, so let's just go into this, guys. If you guys, uh, Patricia, if you want to start, kind of talk about how you got started in clicks, where you play, and stuff like that. Uh. So I guess I started maybe 13 years ago. So I've been playing a super long time. Wow. So I guess I'm the original queen of clicks. Yeah, yeah, you are. Like, okay, I did, I did not give myself that name. So please do not be offended by that. No, no, no. Patricia is the first lady of clicks. She's the first, the lady. first lady of clicks. Yes. Yeah. So. All right. So yeah, I've been playing a while. Um, I started up in Vancouver, Canada. Nice. And got all my training there from, um, I guess he's my HeroClix mentor, Rob Bearsall. Cool. And then I moved to Ohio for a job, and now I'm chilling in the U.S. Oh, I, th- I thought you were in Canada. No, I'm, I'm Canadian, but I'm hanging oh. out in America. Well, hey, awesome. We got a, another U.S. That's how I made it to Kentucky. It was totally random. Like, oh. I just... Nine hours and go there. I know you guys drove a, a really long ways to come to our event, which was awesome to meet you, but... Yeah, it was super poor. It was a really long drive. Yeah, that's... Especially going through Ohio, because uh, when we drive to Origins, it's like cornfields. Yeah, <laughs> like, it was super boring. Yeah. So, but yeah, 13 years, that's that's quite a long time, and um, that's impressive, because I know I haven't been playing that long, so... Yeah, so I've seen a lot of, a lot of real changes, a lot of figures... A lot of different metas. <laughs> Very much so. That that changes, like, weekly, I think. So, um, if you want to go ahead and go, Emily, like, tell us about who you are, where you're from. Sure. Okay, so I'm Emily, and I am, uh, I'm in Toronto, right in Toronto. 
and I'm pretty new to the Hero Clicks game. I've only been playing since the end of War of Light. Nice. And uh, I got into it because my boyfriend and his brother started playing it, and now none of them play it anymore, and I'm the only one. <laughs> and I'm, I'm not a comic person, so for me, it's it's more about just enjoying the game itself. Yeah. That's awesome. Cool. Do you play, like, on a regular basis, like, at a store, or...? Um, yeah, I, anytime I have either Saturday or Sunday off, this weekend I have both, I play at two local stores, that Saturdays I play at face-to-face games, and Sundays I play at 401, both in Toronto, and then I, I travel with some of the Married with Clicks crew, uh, to some of the more competitive events when I'm able to carpool with them. Awesome. Patricia, do you play on a weekly basis? I try, it's hard. Yeah. Um, I run my own venue on Thursdays. Nice. No, I try to get out and play on Fridays, but that's a long drive away. Yeah. Like a half hour drive after work, yeah. Yeah, adulting is hard. Like it's it not, is. It's not fun. <laughs> oh, yeah, but on the weekends, we like to play like 500 points of fun. That's awesome. Like, cool. Awesome. And uh, Amber, if you want to go ahead and, and tell us about yourself, and I know a lot of people know of you because you're like super famous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh- Uh, Well, for those of you that don't know me, um, I'm Amber. I do run a HeroClix YouTube channel called Married with Clicks. Uh, We have been running it for four years now. Um, I have personally been playing the game since the beginning, uh, so 15 years. Woo! And uh, I didn't start playing out in tournaments, though, until about 2005. So there is, like, a gap there where I was... I learned how to play the game, but wasn't actively playing it until uh, I found a group uh, and a venue to go play at. Um, I currently play as much as I can, uh, which I honestly have not been able to get out in like two months um, because children. Uh, Again, (laughs) adulting is hard. I have children. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I play at a venue called uh, Comic Warehouse out in Brampton, which is uh, just outside of Toronto. Uh, whereas I live in Mississauga, which again is outside Toronto, um, for all of our American listeners that have no idea about anything about Canada except Toronto. Yes, uh, everything <laughs> centers around Toronto and Canada. <laughs> we are actually called the Greater Toronto Area. There is about like six cities that surround Toronto, and we're all just basically considered Toronto. Oh wow! <laughs> and uh, about. Two years, two, three years ago now, um, I started judging at our venue because our previous judge doesn't know how to do math. Um, so <laughs> it, it became really hard to do things, is, <laughs> like is, getting proper pairings. Is that, uh, the, is that person a male? Yes. Okay, yeah. figure. figure. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, the end of War of Light ended up getting all, all totally skewed because uh, people that were not supposed to be facing each other ended up facing each other. Uh, my husband, who had lost all of his games, ended up, like, in the final match because our judge just assumed, oh, it's Jason, he's good at HeroClix, he won his match. We're <laughs> like, Max, that's not how math works. No. Um, so once uh, Age of Ultron hit, I took over judging. So right now, uh, there's three of us that judge. Uh, me, Jason, and a close friend of ours, Aiden. And Aiden has actually been doing most of the judging for us lately because he can get out every Saturday, whereas me and Jason can't get out as much as we used to be able to because babysitting is hard. Yeah, finding a babysitter is... <laughs> finding a babysitter is, is the hardest thing for us yeah. to get out 
here real quick right now. So, do you have family nearby or? Uh, we do. Uh, my both my parents and Jason's parents live close by, so we try to uh, use them as much as we can for the free babysitting. But we also have to uh, accept that they can't always do it. So. <laughs> oh, I see. I see. So, um, again, I wish we had Jennifer and Sarah on the phone. Um, I got to meet Sarah. She's part of the Phoenix Nest. Um, I think she's out of Oklahoma. I think. I'm probably wrong. But um, she, I, I got to meet her and talk to her just a little bit. Um, surprisingly, we've never played against each other. I have never played against a female in any of my matches. Um, I guess they're hard to find, so... Yeah, they are hard to <laughs> the find. The odds of it lining up is a little rough. Um, Actually, I mean, funny I, story. Yeah? So I went to play to Majestics, and there was one other female there, and I got matched against her first round. I'm like, Patrick, what are you doing? What? That's not <laughs> That's fair. <so> <laughs> We're the minority. We should be able to get, like, at least a first round by. So, <laughs> no. Um, I, and then I've met Jennifer a few times, uh, she, meeting her at the Rock Cup, and she's came up to our venue once, I believe, and I know she travels with her boyfriend, Michael, and, um, again, I, I've never played against her, so, um, I really don't know much about her, but I just know that she plays, so, um, maybe we can do this again later on, they can join us, we could talk more about different things, maybe in the next few months or so. Um, but to the viewers, most of you guys know of me, um, Sam, Daniel Powell is my husband. I claim him sometimes. I'm sorry if he was ever mean to you. <laughs> Especially, <laughs> I know Patricia's played him a couple times. So, um, but, uh, I started playing about three years ago. Um, I started competitive playing about two years ago. Um, I kind of just jumped into the competitive scene because Daniel always did it. And he's like, you should just try it. And I jumped in and now it's like taking over everything. And that's all I can think about. So, um, I like to play for fun mostly. I'm more the, I like to try to build teams that are comic book related or I like to play with the small pieces that you get like commons and uncommons that everybody throws away. I'm that kind of person that likes to play with those. And I get my butt kicked on a normal basis at our venue because I play with, like, Daniel and Jason and all them that, like, can't get meta off their brain. So I just get beat all the time. <laughs> so, um, and I play normally at Owensboro, Kentucky weekly. We play on Thursday nights, so... And I try to go when I can, but again, adulting is hard, and work sometimes interferes with that. So, um, so we have a bunch of viewer questions. Um, let me load this up. I did have some questions. I was thinking, um, let's just go ahead and start. Like, because most of you guys play now and have seen the current meta. Like, what are what are your thoughts on the current meta? I'm going to start and say, eh, eh? <laughs> not that fun. I know. It's very stagnant, right? It's very small. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's what I feel like, too. I feel like you've got to have a Jakeem 
Yeah, like every so often you get the cookie cutter years where it's like, you need to play Ghost Rider, you need to play yeah. Jakeem this year, and I'm like, oh. Yeah, I felt like before retirement, like you went, went into a venue, you didn't know what you was going to see. Like, you knew somebody was going to play drones, or somebody was going to play the know, jet. The jet, the skull ship, the. You had to kind of like broaden your practice because you were like, I could face a number of, you know, 10 teams, 10 different teams. But now it's like, okay, I can just practice against Jakeem and Goblin King and <laughs> deal with it. So, I mean, have you Thankfully, guys. Thankfully, yeah. we do have the, uh, the watch list did alter things a little bit yes. in the sense that we're not going to see the pin tank all yes. over the place. I love it. Um, I'm excited that next month we'll have the new rules and there will be that adjustment period where it's like people will be playing all of the same team and then try to figure out if it still is as effective as it was before. Um, Like, Jakeem still will get played, but with Outwit being like, hey, I outwit everything, Mm -hmm. um, That'll, we'll start seeing people, uh, like, this, the pit crew, the support characters are going to start fluctuating, and we're going to see a lot more of new things that weren't out there before, because just in the Outwit alone, with that jumping up and being more effective, um, but also, like, with the with the watch list affecting Goblin King, we're still going to see him up 75, but he's not as big as a threat as he was before, yeah. and now with him losing Power Cosmic, again... Outwit becomes stronger, um, and then we'll have Mighty Thor. We're going to have a whole slew of new Colossal Retaliators to come out, yeah. and whatever these epic weapons are going to do, the new equipment. So yeah. Those... I'm excited for next month to kind of shake everything up. Yeah, I'm excited too, because it's going to like revamp everything, and it's going to be interesting to see if my theory is that you know, with Avengers Defenders where you had, like, the Defenders pieces, and they kind of all work together, you know? They, you kind of played certain pieces together because, yeah, they were only 40, 50 points, but if you play them together, they were awesome, you know? Like, if you played Jessica Jones with, you know, Punisher or something, it was just amazing. So I think we're going to see a lot more of those combinations and I think that's where WizKids wants us to go. Um, but I know there's a lot of feedback. And people are like, no, I want to play my Jakeem. And I want to play my Goblin King. And I know for me, I was super ecstatic to hear about that Pim Tank ruling. Because every time I practiced, it was, you know, okay, can I... I'm going to have to stay back and hope I don't get nicked with the Pim Tank. So now I don't have to worry about that. Now Swarm teams are getting better because they don't have to worry about eating all of it. Mm -hmm. I mean, Devil Dino, just, like, so much better, in my my opinion. Um, (laughs) Resurgence of the Devil Dino. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think he's awesome for 100 points. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm excited for the new rules. I'm not too excited to have to, like, learn them and try to remember them because... I'm just getting to that point where I'm now remembering, like, the current rules. <laughs> but <laughs> I think it will be a good adjustment for the game. So, um, let's just jump into these questions that we have. 
Um, do you guys have any questions for either, like, amongst us or... Because I don't really know too much about you guys, so... But I know you guys kind of all know each other. More or less. <laughs> well, I know uh, me, me and Emily are fairly local to each yeah. other in the fact that, like, for the bigger tournaments, we do see each other on a more regular basis. Yeah. Um, I get to see Patricia probably once or twice a year um, because... Well, now she's living in the States, but previously she was living in Vancouver, which is the other side of our country. Um, I still went to Canadian Nationals when I was there, so... That's true. This this doesn't matter to me. If I can do it, I'm going to do it. One year I'll win. Patricia, you could travel, like, across the ocean to play. I sure did. That was fun. Yeah. I was like... Daniel told me, he's like, yeah, Patricia won, like, UK Nationals. I was like, what? Like, she went over to UK to play Heroclix? That's awesome. Like, did that you go... was a coincidence. I didn't go specifically for Heroclix. Uh, I was sent there for work. Oh. Like, well, since I'm there, I'm there really you go. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, I mean, if their company's paying for it, then you just go. You go play. So. Oh, yeah. It was, it was great to see different different styles of play, and, you know, every place has their own local flavor. Yeah. Like, just seeing what kind of stuff they like playing, and... What their, guess, meta, what their meta is. <laughs> Yeah, and just, like, meeting new people, too, because yeah. during Worlds, one of the guys from UK came over, and it was like, oh my god, it's Stu. Yeah, there <laughs> you go. Here. I didn't think he was coming. <laughs> now, were there females that played over there in UK that you met, or? It was a super small WKO. There was 20 people there, so okay. there were no females. Oh, okay. So Now, when we went down to Michigan for, what was it, Super Qualifier, there were three females there. What? Yes, it was me, Patricia, and Alyssa. And we're like, oh my oh, gosh, there's girls here. There you go. <laughs> we all made top eight. There you go. Or sorry, top 16. And then me and, me and Alyssa were supposed to go against each other for getting to top eight. And I don't know why that didn't happen. Because based on uh, where we were sitting, uh, the see, we should have been paired up with each other. And then we didn't end up getting paired up with each other. Huh. So we didn't end up playing. And then we both got knocked out. So I was like, that's not fair. One of us was supposed to be in the top eight. Yeah. That's that's not cool. So, yeah, I I don't see very many females. <laughs> see, I'm more in this area, you see. I guess yeah. you see the same group of people. Because, like, <laughs> when, I, when I went to Origins, I mean, it was like, I sat at a battle royale, and I I believe her name is pronounced, is it Aja? Asia? Asia. Asia. So um, I, I sat across from her, and I'm like, hey, you know, it's nice to see another female. And she's like, oh, yeah, I'm, you know, from Canada. And I was like, oh. And then, like, the more I met, I was like, they're all north. Like, no one <laughs> wants to go down south. <laughs> Which, I mean, I don't blame you guys because it's hotter than the dickens right now down here. But it's like, there's just no one around me. Um, I try to get my friends involved. No, they have, they don't want nothing to do with it. So when I go to tournaments, it's like, I walk in as the only female <laughs> half the time, so. Um, so. Yeah, there's definitely a resurgence, like, of more females playing. Like, back when I started, it was, like, me, and that was it. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's good to see uh, new faces, and I try to, like, make sure, at least, you know, introduce myself, and more people have gotten to know me more because I used to be just known as Daniel's wife. But now people kind of know me, so. <laughs> but uh, it, I, I try to make it a point, and I, 
I'm trying to get more females involved around here, but it's just, it's just hard. I mean, yeah. I just feel like women like to play the card games and like I go to like to the comic book shop and there's like a ton of females playing magic. I'm like, come yeah. to the hero clicks world. <laughs> but there's a huge female scene in Dice Masters too. Yeah, I, I saw that. Yeah, because when we had our WKO, there was a ton of women playing Dice Masters. So, yeah. but, I don't know, to each their own. So, um, our first question um, comes from Kyle Cooney. He's actually a guy that I play with regularly. He's actually at my house right now practicing <laughs> for states. So, um, he asked, how do you overcome gender boundaries in a male-dominant game? and feel comfortable crushing your opponents and not feeling intimidated by them. Do we ever feel uncomfortable walking into a venue and feel uncomfortable that you may be the only girl competing that day? Um, For me, like, I've been been doing it for so long that it's like, that's just been the environment for me. Yeah. Um, that, like, my, my rare one is when I go in and there's another girl and I'm like, oh my gosh, there's another girl. Let's not scare her away. I hope I don't have to face her. I hope I don't beat her because I want her to stay and keep playing. When it's like when it's the guys, I walk in and there's ten guys or whatever in the venue. It's like, oh hey guys, what's up? Like I've been doing it since I was eighteen. Yeah. So, um, like I mean, I started the game when I was sixteen, but I started competing or going out to tournaments when I was eighteen, and it was like I've essentially grown up with the game. Yeah. So it's. Having done that as a teenager, it was it was a lot easier, and it was like, oh, this is just my scene. This is this yeah. is what it's always been like. So I find it's actually more it's harder on the guys when I walk in than for me. Like I don't find I personally don't find I come up against any gender biases or anything like that. At least not anymore. Um, especially now that I'm a little more known. Um, You're famous. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I mean, like, I go to a big event, like, Worlds and stuff, and people are just coming up to me and talking to me, and I'm like, that's great. I don't know who you are, but let's keep talking. Yeah. Um, but I guess when I was younger, uh, like, I did get favored a little bit more. Like, I won fellowship all the time because it was like, hey, there's a girl playing Heroclix. Here's fellowship. I'm like, dudes, I've been playing this game longer than you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I legitimately got fellowship one time, I went to a new venue that my friends went to, and, like, I had never been there, but I showed up, and I won ve- uh, fellowship, and the judge legitimately said the reason I won fellowship was because I knew the rules better than most of his guys, and he was impressed that a girl knew the rules so well. Wow. He was like, okay, well, that's a little <laughs> sexist, but I'll take the prize anyways. I'll, I'll take the free clicks. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... Patricia, do you or Emily, you want to chime in or? Sure. I mean, go ahead, Emily. Okay, so for me, um, it was it was very nerve wracking walking in the first time, but it was more because I have anxiety about going to new places to begin with. But now, now that I'm I'm familiar with the game better and and I know a lot of the people better, that I'm I'm fine going now which is which is great but nobody's ever made me feel like I you know that I was less than because I'm a woman so it's it's great and I and I try and keep um my games light-hearted even if they're competitive I still try and and stay yeah positive and friendly and fun so I find that even if I'm beating them 
I've made it a fun game with them that that they don't make me feel bad for having crushed them. <laughs> it, it softens the wound a little bit, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, Patricia, you've been playing a long time, and I know you've been around a ton of competitive uh, markets and venues, so. Well, I guess when I first started, it was a, you know, I was always the only girl there, so I, you just kind of get used to it. Yeah. But then... I was never overly concerned about being crushed because I knew I was still learning the game and you get better as you go. Yeah. But then, I guess they never tried to intimidate me, but it was funny that they felt more intimidated because they didn't want to lose to a girl because it was super embarrassing for them, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I know when I first started doing the competitive stuff, like, I mean, I'd walk into the venue and everybody knows Daniel. Like... And then for a long time, I was just known as, oh, you're Daniel's wife. And, like, no one really kind of knew my name unless they kind of, like, you know, knew Daniel and they talked to him and he would, you know, tell him about me or something. But there was times I would, you know, walk into a venue and, you know, guys would just kind of look at me like, are you are you playing? And, and, and Patricia, I get the whole sense, like, you kind of felt like guys were, like, intimidated a little bit. Like, I don't want to lose to this girl. Like... What's going to happen if I lose this girl? Like, I'm going to get made fun of. But, um, you know, as I've been playing longer and longer, you know, now I'm just kind of like one of the guys. I mean, I hang out with the guys all the time. And now it's like I walk into a venue and they're like, oh, hey, Sam, what's going on? You know, Um, so I, I don't really get any weird feelings or something like that. Not like I used to, but I'm a little bit more comfortable walking into places now. Um, and, and Amber, like you said, you know, people walking up to you and like, oh, hey, I, I know your name, but I don't know yours. Like, I had that happen to me at Origins. Like, people would just walk up to me and like, oh, hey, you're Sam, and da-da-da-da, and they would just start talking to me like, we've been friends since kindergarten. And <laughs> I'm like, I don't know who you are, and I'm just going to kind of nod my head and, and, and kind of go with it, but um, I guess, you know, with just the... The amount, the the low numbers of females in the HeroClix community, I guess we're just going to be famous. So, um, Drew Warren asked, what are your favorite pieces that have been made in recent memory in the modern age? I like the new Steve Trevor. (laughs) Only because I've been wanting a Steve Trevor forever. (laughs) There you go. He doesn't do anything meta-wise. Everyone don't look at him. There you go. It's really fun. That's awesome. I love the crap out of Titano. Um, <laughs> when he came out, I was like, I need to make this work. I actually brought him to Nationals last year. And uh, unfortunately, because of... I don't want to call it a clerical error because it's not the right description of it, but because of certain errors that happened, I didn't end up qualifying. So they had a side tournament for everybody that didn't end up qualifying, uh, which is hilarious because the side tournament had just as many people playing nationals. Yep. So it was like, <laughs> nationals had like 22 people, and we had like 22 people playing the side tournament. And it's like, why did we not just have all of these people playing nationals? This is insane. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I had a Titano team which was amazing, and it had 
the Lois Lane from Superman Wonder Woman as well. And every time, Titano has a trait that every time Lois moves, he can move six squares for free. So she was moving around. She can't be targeted unless you're adjacent or like within two squares of her. So she's moving around pretty much safe. And Titano was moving around. And then this was at the time where we could still use batteries. So there was a uh, Star Sapphire battery on him with the sniper rifle. So having a giant monkey shooting love out of his eyes for 10 squares was just fantastic. That's awesome. And actually the only person that I lost to was Cowboy Jason. And then I swept everybody else and I came in second for the side tournament with Titano and a freaking love it that is awesome like you don't hear that at all like no one plays with titano like he literally right? has He's amazing. Sh- yeah his colossal retaliation though kind of sucks so <laughs> i've never really thought about playing him at like 150 or so <laughs> so mm-hmm. but that's amazing that's that's what i like to hear because i like to play those weird off the wall pieces so um emily you got a favorite piece or yeah, my favorite piece that I that I love and I've put into quite a few teams has been the uh, Sunfire Chase from the Un- Uncanny X Men. Oh, yes. that's a good one. That's a really good one, actually. Yeah. yeah. Did well with. It. Yeah. Um, as far as me, I mean, I love Wonder Woman. So if I have a chance to put a Wonder Woman on my team, I'm going to. And I love that we have like a whole Wonder Woman set now. I mean, it's a graph feed. It's not, like, nothing meta, but it's still pretty good. Um, but as far as, like, my favorite, like, piece that I've played in a in a meta game, uh, I played in Asheville. I played Mr. Nobody from Superman Wonder Woman set, I believe, yeah. And, um, yeah, it was awesome taking away objects from the Overdrive teams. Yes. I face an overdrive Doc Ock, double Doc Ock team, and he was setting up, and he's putting his objects down, and he, like, looks at me, and I'm like, I get to place your objects. He's like, what? And he was, like, completely dumbfounded, and that look just made it all better. Like, I spent 55 points on my team just to see that look. (laughs) So. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I literally passed for, like, six turns. I just come waited. Your objects. I was like, I waited for him to come over into my range. I was like, okay, now you're over here in the kill box. Now I'm going to kill you. <laughs> so um, that by far is one of my favorite pieces to play as far as like, I mean, besides the Jakeem's, all that crazy stuff. So, um, John Drap asked a question for the all girls team for Team Worlds. And I know Amber was a part of that. Is, is that correct? So is Emily and uh, Asia, Asia was our third. Yeah. Okay. Um, he says, if you could get it all, do it all over again, what would you do different? And would you do anything differently? Yeah, just one round. There was one round, um, the one right before the cuts. Um, Asia actually pointed out to me after, so I'm, I'm the type of player who likes to get in there and fight, I'm not one to run away, but she let me know that, like, there was, like, five minutes left in the round, and I was up on points, and I stayed to fight, and if I had, like, hightailed it out of there, (laughs) I would have won the game. (laughs) So, that, that's, 
that's the only thing that I would have done different is, is maybe I would have paid a little bit more attention to the points and maybe got out of there. <laughs> yeah. Those are really always the hard decisions to make, where especially if you're not paying attention to how much you've already KO'd or you miscount how much you've KO'd. And it's like, all right, I'm just, I just want to get all the points. And you're like, oh, I could have won if I just yep. stepping back a bit. Yeah, that's that's hard for me too because I always feel bad. I always feel kind of guilty, like running away. Like, okay, cool, like I'm up 140 to your 85, and I'm just gonna run away for the next five ten minutes. I just feel mm-hmm. guilty because I'm I'm the same way, Emily. I like to get in there and start rolling dice. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, there to play. I know. I'm not there to, like, barrier and just sit there for 45 minutes. I want to, like, I want to do some perplexing and some probbing. And, like, I didn't build this team to just sit back and, and kind of turtle. So, I know I've been burned many times by just going after it. Yep. So I did it once um, during Age of Ultron. Uh, now, we had to travel for that one because I was judging it. Uh, so, I had to play at a different venue and... I got into the third round, and I was playing against uh, a local of ours, Rory, and it was really neck and neck, but I was ahead in points, and I just kind of looked at him, and I'm like, I'm sorry, but I have to, and I just started running away, and I ended up, like, just dodging him for the rest of the, the game, ended up winning, and then, and I was like, oh, yeah, I won. That means I won the entire tournament, and they're like, oh, fourth round. It was like, who the hell does a fourth round? <laughs> I ended up winning the fourth round and went 4-0 and and won the whole tournament and got a Quinjet, but it was like, I was, like, I felt so bad because I was like, man, I'm running away because this is the tournament for me. I will win yeah. this tournament if I run away. And then they're like, oh, look, fourth round. I was like, no. Sorry, Rory. Oh, um, but in regards to Worlds, I think the only thing I would have done differently was when we were setting up... Um, and they had the A slot, B slot, and C slot for players, I wouldn't have put myself in the A slot. Yeah. Um, now, Asia had, had done up the team, and she was like, I'm going to put Amber in the A slot because Amber starts with A, and I'm going to put Asia in the B slot because Bessler, which is her last name, starts with B, and we're going to put Emily in the C slot because I don't know her last name. <laughs> <laughs> this is fantastic. I love you, Asia. But that also meant that I was essentially playing like, the top tier of each people's, t- each people's teams. Yeah. Um, now, not every team was set up that way, with A being their, like, power team, and then B, yeah. and then C. Um, now, the, the team that actually took us out of the whole tournament, we went up against Lucky Dice. Um, yeah. First round after the cuts. So what they had done, which is a smart way of looking at it, was that they had actually put their power player in the C slot, um, which was Easton, and uh, I believe Emily got to play Easton. Uh, And Howard was in the middle slot, and they had Warren, um, who was kind of just coasting by, like I was, who had the weaker of the three teams in the A slot. So for that round, I ended up facing the weaker of the three teams with mine, which was the weaker of our three teams. So it ended up being a great game, but I lost even still. I actually, I felt really bad because in the end, I went, uh, we played five rounds. I went one in four because I had the weakest team of the three. And I was essentially there just to try and get points to make sure that we would get into the top. Um, 
rather than win all the games because like Asia went four and one, and I think Emily went three and two. Yeah, I can't. I, I know when the end it ended up being three and three. So yeah, so three and two because yeah, yeah, yeah. So like they were winning all of our. Their jobs was to win all of our rounds. My job was to try and score points where I could. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Because my team, my team ended up only being um, and like I built the team, so there's nothing against that. I'm the one that did this myself. But my <laughs> team was uh, the the Quaking Hulk, two of the Quaking Hulks, um, Doctor Strange. And like something else, like I, I had like oh um gargoyle, so I had a four person uh, defenders team. So there were certain points where it was hard to hit my defenses, but I got outnumbered by pretty much every team I went up against with only having four figures on my team in an Avengers Defenders War sealed, which you could have. Some people had like seven man teams. I think Warren's team had like twelve. It was ridiculous. Yeah. It was like twenty uh, Black Panthers and a Wakandan, and yeah, yeah it, it was ridiculous. It was an amazing team. I took so many pictures of it, but yeah. it was a ridiculous team. Yeah, yeah, very much so. So um, the other part of his question, he asked, um, and this is for everyone: if we won worlds, what figure would you make? We haven't heard from Patricia in a while. Patricia, yeah. say something. Yeah, Patricia, where you at? Um, I'm still here. <laughs> I wasn't on the all-girl team, so I had nothing to say. <laughs> um, well, I guess for the longest time I wanted to make Steve Trevor, and now they made him a decent one at least. <laughs> um, Steve Trevor! It's, it's been this long, it's been 13 years since I wanted <laughs> Steve Trevor. Did you put him in a case? Did you, like, get an extra just to put him in a case? Just to... <laughs> Not yet. Okay. <laughs> Wait till, so he, no, no, wait till he rotates out of modern and then, then, then put him in a case. <laughs> yeah, and then I guess with the new turtles, there's a character called Ice Cream Kitty that I kind of really oh want God. to. Oh, that's interesting. So I guess if you've seen the Nickelodeon turtles, yeah. you know who Ice Cream Kitty is. Yeah, cool. It's pretty much just a cat that hangs out in the freezer. It's Mikey's cat. <laughs> that's awesome. It, it will literally do nothing but have like perplexer shape change. I mean, maybe incapacitate. It's a nice kitty. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Like he can move through you like Ice Man and do something. I don't know. No, it just literally just sits in the freezer. It doesn't do anything. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like not cool like Ice Man. That would be kind of a cool sculpt though, like like a freezer and there's like a little. Yeah, cat I feel like a bystander that he makes. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. Make the Mikey, and then he creates the ice cream kitty. Oh, there you go. That's meta. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm out to make the most meta figure ever. But wait, 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 wait. Whiskers will probably be in it, so it's okay. <laughs> so, Amber, what would you make? Um, for the longest time, I wanted to make a Wolverine because I didn't think that they had properly represented him. And then we got Days of Future Past Wolverine, the Colonel Logan, and. He's not called Colonel Logan. There was a Colonel Logan. The newest one is not called Colonel Logan. But he is just everything that a Wolverine should be, and I was satisfied. So then I had to pick a second choice. And my second choice, at this point, has still been Nocturne. Because, one, they seriously need to make a subset of Exiles, and they keep teasing it, and they won't do it. And then the last three Exiles we got were all Primes. 
and I'm very angry about that. Um, but yeah, I want to make Nocturne, because last time we got her was, I believe, Supernova, and all she did was Super Senses and a Mind Control. And like, okay, that's the bare bones of what she does, and this was at the time before superpower or special powers, before traits, uh, before we could accurately portray uh, comic book characters. So now that we have all of that, I'd love to do a version of her that has a mind control, um, because her big thing is that she actually possesses people. And she'll actually go into their body when she possesses them. She phases into their body and takes control of them, uh, much like Proteus. So I want her to have like a special mind control where she'll get taken off the board, you get control of that character, and then after the action resolves, you place her next to that character and you give them like uh, an action token or a click of damage. Because once she actually leaves a body, that body's messed up for like a day or two. There you go. So it's so when it comes down to actually game effects, I was thinking probably an action token, maybe two, if they can get up to, or maybe an effect where uh, give them up to two action tokens if you can't, um, like, give, deal them a damage. Like, if they already have two tokens, or if you can only put one on them, give them a damage then. Because I feel that would properly represent what she does. And then, of course, you'd have the, the super senses and the shape change, and maybe a little something to represent her hex bolts. She doesn't quite get the probability control that Scarlet Witch would get, but she would have some kind of magic effect that would be more of an offensive thing. She uses her hex bolts for an offensive rather than reality warping that her mom can do. So, and then I'd rather do the the mind control possessing than any kind of phasing because that's not really what she does, but yeah. So a properly done Nocturne would be what I would do. I would so play this piece. Like, <laughs> Whiz kids, if you're listening, yes, Nocturne, Chuck, Exiles, Chuck, please. if you're listening to us, please <laughs> don't screw it up for us either, Chuck. So, Emily, do you have any anybody you would make? I actually don't because being a not comic book person, <laughs> I I never really thought of who I would make. Like I I have um, powers that I love on on figures like I love um shape change I love rollouts and I love mystics so I would probably um do some type of a a poll or a question asking people what figure they you know would have those types of qualities and then look more into them if if it ever came to it just talk to Amber yes (laughs) now while we were planning our team worlds uh the three of us we were like we're like okay what figure would we make as a team. And Emily was saying she loves these powers. We want She wants somebody with these powers. Yeah. And Asia was saying she wants a female. And we're like, alright, we are an all-Canadian female team. Let's make a female, a Canadian female character that has the powers that Emily wants. Yeah. So what we ended Indicator. up settling on... <laughs> no, what we settled on was Snowbird. Because she's... All the powers you want. <laughs> all of the powers. Shapeshifter. All of the powers. So we ended up actually coming up with this mechanic where you would give her a free action. She would leave the board and put down one of three pogs 
of one of the ar arctic animals that she can turn into because her big thing is that she can turn into any native canadian animal so any animal that's native to canada she can turn into it so she would come with three pogs and each one of us would get to design a different pog that she would turn into and then when the pog took damage you would remove it from the game she would take the damage and like go on the board where they they were so she'd essentially get like these essentially like stop clicks where you could deal damage to the pog but it would only ever deal one damage to her and then once she's gone through her pogs then you're just dealing with her but she's awesome because you know she's a native canadian goddess so <laughs> So we're like, all right, that, that is going to be the character that we will make when our team wins Team Worlds. Wow. You guys really think of this stuff, like, in depth. Like, I wouldn't even have, like, an input. Like, I mean, the guys would have just wouldn't even asked me. <laughs> like, they would have just been like, we have an idea, we're doing it. So. That's why, that's why I just said shape change. I said, I love shape change, she's got to have shape change, you guys figure out the rest. <laughs> And we made sure that it's not just shape change, but actual changing shape. Yes. There you go. <laughs> so, um, I, I haven't really thought of this too long, but I, I saw this question, I kept thinking, and I love Doctor Doom. He's been one of my favorite villains, I mean, since I've kind of been in this comic book uh, life of mine, and... I just feel like we don't... I mean, I know that they don't have the rights to it because it's Fantastic Four and all that stupid crap, but... Um, you can still dream. <laughs> I just I just really want a good Doctor Doom, and I kind of want him not, like, colossal size, like, not, like, huge, but kind of like an atom size, you know? Like, he may be a giant, um, just because I just want him to be, like, a big figure on the board because he's just so awesome, but... I know that's that's dreaming. I know it's. I think everybody that like wins worlds like puts some sort of Fantastic Four character on their on their sheet <laughs> just to be like, "Come on, Wiz kids, do something." So, um, let's go ahead. So Eric asked, "What is your favorite part about the game? Is it team building, collecting, competing, and then why?" All of it. All of it? Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's mostly the gameplay and the strategy. I think the strategy is probably what I like the most. Yeah. Like, building a team, figuring out how it works, how it works against everything else, and using it effectively. Like, little tricks in the game is what I like. Mm -hmm. Like, with the new rules, hopefully I can, like, find little new tricks that I can use. Yeah, find little holes that you can kind of be like, oh, that works now. Like, I'm going to go with that. So. Well, it's not really exploiting the game versus yeah. making the game work in your favor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't like breaking things on purpose just for the sake of breaking a figure. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna. I'm so like... I just like making a figure work the way it's meant to work yeah. well. There you go. That's a very different mentality than some men that I know. I think. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, we have a pre-release night, and it's like, they get a figure, and they're like, it's like they're encyclopedias, and they think of the the best way to break it. They're they're thinking like, I'm, I'm it's like yeah, this Aquaman. We're gonna build a death trap and call people over. I'm glad they squashed that one. That was stupid. I mean, it's just kind of all. It's like, dude, I was just excited about the sculpt, or I was like excited that we got this figure. Like, you guys are thinking, 
how to break it and I don't know I don't like that aspect of it but and then my job is to go in there and be like no the rules say you can't do that <laughs> there you go <laughs> so I actually did that today <laughs> I was team building and he was like oh, I have this awesome team let's do this I'm like no sorry the rules say we can't do that he's like oh no so um Emily do you wanna do you like doing yeah. it you like doing it at all or um my favorite part of it is is just getting together and just playing the game and I love practicing. Like my favorite is is going to 401 games on Sunday because they so 401 games plays twice a week. They do a Thursday night which I can't make it there after work. Um the Thursday night is the more casual night and the Sunday is the more meta day. So I love going and just and practicing and practicing towards the meta because not being a comic person I I don't really care about theme and building something comic accurate I want to play my team and tweak it how I can to be ready for the next thing so I love yeah. I love the practicing and, and getting together with my friends that's awesome so Amber I know you pretty much like it all right <laughs> um no, no actually <laughs> you don't no, like, I love this game, and I love playing it. I love getting out to the tournaments. I hate team building. What? Oh, yeah. Um, so the one thing that a lot of people don't don't know, because I don't talk about it too much, is that I don't build my teams. Um, almost every team, except for the Titano one I told you about, almost every team I bring out to a major tournament, I have not built. Um, I don't build my own teams. I can't wrap my head around that kind of strategy. It doesn't work for me. So I turn to uh, my teammates, and I'll be like, okay, this is what I want a team to do. Build a team for me. Yeah, that's... It drives Jason insane, because he's like, I hate trying to build for your mindset, but I'll do it. Um, But my biggest thing for this game, aside from getting out and playing it, is just the community. Um, Now, I do say that as a more biased viewpoint because I did meet my husband from playing this game. Oh, so please. that has that has a lot to do with it. And the fact that like 90% of my friends and my husband I've met because of this game. So the community has a lot more uh, special uh, significance for me. But yeah, when it comes to the game, a lot of it is just playing it. But the team building, especially when it comes to competitive, absolutely hate. Well, that's what a team is for. I mean, I know that I bounce ideas off off my team, guy, like my guys that I play with. I mean, they kind of know my play style, and they'll come at me like, Sam, you should try this team. I'm like, I don't know about that. I'm kind of thinking this. And, and sometimes they just look at me like, okay, that ain't going to work, Sam. Like, <laughs> I don't know what world you're on, but you need to come <laughs> back to this one. And I'm like, no, guys, really. I, I really think this will work. And they're like, okay, well try it and then they like squash me in two minutes I'm like okay I'll come back to reality you know kind of make me something guys or um when I first started I I kind of I made my yellow lantern team by myself um and I, I came running downstairs and I remember telling Daniel I was like I just thought of a cool team I'm like red sun wonder woman with nighthawk and the yellow battery and then it didn't do too well but it was that it was a lot of fun to play, um, but for me, 
we started as we started doing this as like a collecting kind of thing because me and my husband we like to collect like action figures and stuff and we saw these little you know figures and we're like he loves Iron Man so we were like what are these little Iron Man for and a guy in Seattle we were on vacation and he said oh yeah they're a game and I was like what game is it and then we started looking more into it and then of course we got sucked into the the black hole that we don't see the light but uh so we started collecting that that really got us into it because then we're like oh my gosh these are like comic book figures and there's teams and you can start building like awesome configurations and um but as i've gone into the competitive part um i like the team building I may not have the best ideas, but I kind of try to bring a different perspective to the guys. Like, I might, like, throw a figure out there and be like, hey, have you guys thought about this guy? And they're like, oh my gosh. And then they think about how to break it. And I'm like, ugh. Like, I didn't want you to do that. I just wanted you to see, like, hey, that might work on that team. Um, But uh, I'm enjoying the team building more. And then, um, like Amber said, the community has just been inviting to say the least in the past past couple years i feel like more and more they see okay we're in, there's more women playing you know we're not just like some scrubs that are coming and just like we don't know what these plastic figures do like we actually kind of know what <laughs> we're doing hero click? what's a hero click so we kind of <laughs> know what we're doing i feel like we're getting a lot more respect and um just the community overall is just awesome and I know I said in previous shows, I learn something from every match I play. Like, even though, even if I, like, get my butt whooped, I will learn, like, I misplaced. Like, I shouldn't have done that. Or I, you know, didn't do this at the right time. And, you know, even when I win, I learn something every game. So, in the every time I play a match with somebody... I've never had any sour matches, and everybody's been super fun to play and willing to, like, teach their tricks and, and stuff, so. And then, um, I know for me, I know you guys travel quite a bit more than I do, um, but I actually, when we went to Asheville, um, just to see the different style of play that people have. I like to, I like to study that too, like I like to study like what regions like what they use for their meta or how they play. Cause where I play, it's like alpha strike, aggressive, kind of get in your face play, and then we'll go to like North Carolina, and everybody's like, I'm gonna sit back and wait and see what happens. So I like that part of the community as well. Yeah, you could definitely notice, like, when I go to play in Pennsylvania, they're mostly temple-based teams. Yeah. So you know, okay, if I go to PA, they'll play temples, I'll build something anti-temple. Yeah, yeah. So, um, we answered PJ's question, because he's asking if we feel welcomed when we come to a venue. Uh, we talked about that earlier. Um, Jason Alvey who I play with on a regular basis, is asking, what originally got you into the game? 
What's the weirdest clicks-related experience you have had? So what, what, what got you into the game? And then what's the weirdest experience? I don't know if I had a weird experience or that I can think of off the top of my head. No, I haven't had one either. Yeah. My weirded, my weirdest experience actually doesn't have anything to do with the Heroclix players. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, back in, like I've mentioned before, when I first started playing this game, I was 18. Um, and I played it in my early 20s. So I played it as, like, a young, single female. Um, so I think, like, <laughs> my weirdest one was that I, I got a pl- complaint from the venue owner. Now, we had play- been playing there for at least a year at this point, if not more. And on a weekly basis, they knew me, everybody knew me, but at one point they started... Uh, conflicting schedules. They had opened up a new... Um, they had moved from... They were used to be a little small place in the mall and we would play down in the basement. And then they got a, a bigger s- store in the mall and they had an actual play area. So once they opened up an actual play area, they're like, okay, well, we only get X amount of players for Hero Clicks. Let's start... And we can fit, like, 100 players. So let's put the Hero Clicks over here and we'll schedule other games over here. So we started getting scheduled at the same time as the Yu-Gi-Oh! guys. And uh, I got a complaint from the venue because one of the Yu-Gi-Oh! players felt uncomfortable with the fact that he could see my thong while I was playing. And that's probably <laughs> the weirdest HeroClix one I've ever had, and it had nothing to do with HeroClix. Oh my goodness. Oh, yeah. man. I got a complaint that they could see my thong. And I apologize to whatever prepubescent child that I terror <laughs> that I terrorize with my underwear. Wow, uh, I'm surprised a comic book guy or gaming guy complained about that. Usually, I mean, those kind of guys right? are like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, there's a girl oh in the gosh, store. Oh my gosh, there's a female in the room. Yes, no, uh, and I like I don't know which one it was, but I was like, I. I'm very sorry, my outfit is kind of designed this way. I'll try not to bend over in front of him. I'm sorry. So are we allowed to complain every time we see a butt crack of a guy? Right? Too many of those. Oh, I know. I know. Um, I really haven't had any weird experience happen to me. Um, I just know some that I hear from the guys. Um, I know that one of the guys I play with was playing in a tournament, and he was playing, I mean, it was a kid, and he was like, okay, I'm going to, you know, attack you, and he, the kid put his dice in his mouth, shook his head, and spit his dice out on the map. Oh my god. (laughs) And I was like, he did what? And I was like, no, he didn't. He's like, yeah. And then another guy was like, yeah, I saw it. And I was like, no way. And I was like, that's the weirdest thing I've ever heard. I've never really had anything weird happen to me. So that's not I can think of. So. Um, and we've already went to, like, how we got into the game and stuff like that. So um, Brian Poling asks, do you ever feel like your opponents underestimate you because you're a woman? 
And how much fun is it to show them that how wrong they were? Oh, it's fun to show them up. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it. now I guess now I don't I shouldn't get underestimated. But like when I first yeah. started. Yeah. I sat down at the table, it was one of the wizard worlds. Mm-hmm. And the guy was like, Hello, I'll take it easy on you, little lady. He called me little lady. I'm <gasps> like, No. Oh. You're like, oh I'm gonna whoop your ass now. I sure did. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, I feel like underestimating doesn't happen anymore, but back in the day when yeah. I was first playing, it definitely was a thing, but yeah. Just even beating beating guys now, I'm like, haha, got you. Yeah, I, I definitely felt it. Like, from around here, everybody knows me. Because, I mean, Daniel. Like, they're mm-hmm. like, okay, you're Daniel's wife and you're Sam. So, obviously, you're going to be somewhat decent. And I don't feel it around our region. I felt it a little bit when we went to North Carolina. Because I played against the people that, like, I don't think they had any clue who I was. Any clue who Daniel was. Um, and, like, I sitting across from them, they just had that look like, okay, you're a girl. I got this in the bag. And then I'm like, um, well, I beat you, so, I mean, I, I had to play against a brother. I lost to the one brother because of a, it was a bad judge ruling, but, uh, I played the brother, and he was, seemed kind of cocky, and he was the one I took his tokens, because he was playing Overdrive, Double Doc Ox, and after I got done playing, he was legit kind of, like, upset and took his stuff, packed it all away in his box, like, not neatly, just, like, swept it off the table and, like, marched away. I was like, okay, good game. Like, I had my hand out, like, to shake his hand. I was like, okay, I'll just <laughs> pack up my stuff. <laughs> so, um, Emily, have you had anything? Uh, not, not anymore, like, especially not locally. Yeah. Um. But when you go to a new venue and they're not used to having a woman show up, yeah, <laughs> I think it does throw a lot of them off guard, and, and they think that you're gonna that you're gonna be an easy uh, an easy win for them, and then they're surprised when 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 you when you fight hard, even if you lose, it, you you still gave them a, um, a run for their money, right? Yeah, I feel like some of the guys when I sit across from them, they think I'm Daniel. Like, they think I have, like, the mentality of Daniel. And I'm like, I know. I have, I definitely am far from that. Like, I'm not Yeah, Daniel needs to simmer down. Yeah, he's he's stone cold. And I'm just like, I I try to talk, and I try to have fun, and and stuff. Now, I know when I played Manny G in Clarksville, I was just, it was a tough match. It was one of those, like, I didn't think I was going to win it. And... I was trying to concentrate, and I was counting squares, and, and Manny G's like, Sam, you're not talking. What, what's up? You're not talking. I'm like, I don't, I, don't, I don't need to talk right now. Just stop talking. And he was like, oh, okay, you're turning into Daniel. I'm like, no, I'm not turning into Daniel. Like, I just, I need to pay attention. So, um, I, I feel like some of the some of the guys, you know, will think that I'm going to be just like Daniel, and I'm going to be, like, hardcore, and I'm the first person to be like, well... I screwed up. Just go ahead and kill me now. Just don't make it slow. Make it fast. You know, if you're going to do it, you know, slip my throat. Don't, don't slip my wrist. So, um, let's see. David is wanting to know if, if any of us have ever purposely used our feminine wiles in an attempt to gain an advantage during a matchup. 
Now, I mean, Amber has shown her thong, so yeah, I know that. <laughs> I would have Amber to shameless. That. Yes. Absolutely shameless. <laughs> I mean, I can honestly answer I have never um, done that because I'm happily married and I don't feel like competitive guys. I can guys. crush you with all doing that. Yeah, I, I feel like the competitive guys are just like, they're more focused on the match. Like, they don't care. Like, I mean, if I if you play against a scrub, I mean, you might, I don't know. I just I just don't do it, so I don't know. Do you guys ever do it, or? No. No. There's no need to. Yeah. Just I have in the past. Don't anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you got your husband, right? No! No? No, no. No, I don't. But no, as I said, in my youth, as a a young single female playing this game. Yeah, I definitely, I've witnessed it once. Um, Dana played his first, like, real tournament. He played, like, a win a map, or a trial, or something like that. Um, And the female there, um, she was wearing a very low-cut dress. And she was, like, standing, leaning over the table, playing. And I'm like, so you can only imagine this, this picture. And I'm like, what is she trying to do? Like, I mean, to me, I was just like, I don't, I don't know why. Why would she want to show that off, I guess? I, I wouldn't be comfortable that way, but I don't know. It's just not Now, life. I have done that without the intention of using my feminine wiles. Now, as I've said, adulting is hard. Having three kids is even harder. Trying to get out. So my, like, out-of-the-house time is usually Heroclix tournaments. So when I'm not covered in food or whatever my kids have thrown at me and I'm not wearing my sweats, I will go out to tournaments and I will be dressed to the nines because it's the only time I'm out of the house. There you go. So, like, Jason once asked me, he's just like, why do you wear makeup for the hero clicks guys? I'm like, because I'm out of the house. You're out of the house. I'm <laughs> out of the house. I want to feel like a woman. I am going to go to that comic shop dressed like a woman. There you go. Wearing it for you. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think... I don't wear it for Jason. We all know that. <laughs> Poor Jason. So, um, Kyle... Kyle Cooney um, is asking again, um, has anyone hit on you mid-game? Yes. Not that I can think of. No. Yeah. I mean, Uh I play against Daniel a lot, so every once in a while he'll kind of give me that wink-wink across the map, (laughs) and I'm just like, shut up, I'm about to crush your piece. (laughs) (laughs) But he's also my husband, so I mean, he's allowed to do that, I guess. Now I just feel, oh my gosh, these questions are just like... Amber, so shameless. <laughs> I know, right? I know. I, I, I definitely, we deleted some of these because it was, there were some of them were kind of bad. Um, really? Yeah, I know. I, I was watching them pop up. I didn't realize that there yeah. were some that I didn't notice. Yeah, we were, we were kind of, um, we had some deleted because I was like, I am not asking that and I'm definitely not answering that on the podcast. So, um, so Jesse is wanting to know if applicable, what, what is your favorite comic book or superhero? 
I like Wonder Woman, just like you, Sam. I think I'll... everyone loves Wonder Woman. Yeah. <laughs> I do like Wonder Woman. And then all her evil variants, Superwoman. Mm-hmm. Superwoman was the first figure I built a meta team around. There you go. Nice. Back when... What set was that? Was that Legacy? Yeah, I think that they was first Legacy. The first had the first that... CSA, yeah. That was when they were doing those in-boxes LEs. Oh, so yeah. I have a, I have a Connor I still Kent have them in from the in-box LE. <laughs> yeah, I still have the Connor Kent and the Lois Lane from that, which would have been the, the Superwoman. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'm a big, huge Wonder Woman fan. Um, she was, like, one of my first... I, I built teams around her when I first started. Of course, now I just kind of follow the meta yeah. <laughs> wherever it goes. Yeah, I really want to do a Red Sun Wonder Woman team. Oh, I do too. Every time I think, I'm like, okay. It's I like, I need to make this work. How I know. Can I, make this I try work? to make it work all the time, Patricia. I just can't. <laughs> I'm just like, why can't I make this work? Like, I wish she was 150 points. Like, I think if she was 150 points, I could make her work. But 165 is just such an odd number. It's a very awkward number. It's a very odd number to make work in 300. And I wish she was, didn't have well, the ability to... She was so squishy. Yes. I mean... It's like, I remember, yeah, there was one game where I just continued out with her hypersonic, and she just stood there. And I was like, I'm sorry, I love you so much, but I have to out with her I hypersonic. <laughs> I, I played her... So I just followed her around the board, outwitting her. Yeah, I played her in uh, Little Rock, and a guy played the orange battery, and he's just like, I'm going to take away your hypersonic. I was like, oh, I could just sit here. <laughs> So, she she's squishy, but I love her. It's a love-hate relationship. Um, now, despite the fact that I actually sport a Superman tattoo, um, Superman, I have the tattoo for other reasons. Um, I do love Superman, but I don't actively follow him in the comics. Um, my all-time favorite would be Wolverine. And especially when it comes over to Heroclix, as of right now, because I, until we get the next set, I have every single Wolverine that has been clicked, mm-hmm. um, including the free com- uh, free comic book day giveaway ones uh, one around says Armor Force. I heart Heroclix. Yes, the one that says I heart Heroclix, and then the white shirt one that says Whiskit. So I have both of them. Wow. Um, and yeah, so there's about. I think my last count was somewhere in the high 50s, uh, early 60s. Um, that was before we got a resurgence of him in um, uh, Wolverine and the X-Men and uh, Uncanny X-Men. So there's a lot more than that. There's some, probably somewhere in the 60s or 70s, but I have everyone that have been has been clicked. Um, I have to do another photo op with all of them lately. Um, but it's the only character that I actively collect. I do believe I have every Psylocke as well. Um, I'd have to go back because there was a point where she wasn't very popular in Heroclix. Uh, so she was an Ellie. Uh, she's been an Ellie twice. One of them was Betsy Braddock. The other was Captain Britain. Um, so when it comes to the females, Psylocke is my favorite. For the males, it's Wolverine. Then we switch over to DC, and it's Superman and Poison Ivy. Now, Poison Ivy is the only one I haven't actively tried to collect. And Superman has been just ridiculous to try to collect because there was a time where 
um, when the game was young and the licenses had to have, like, a certain quota, Superman, Batman, Wolverine, and Spider-Man had to be in every set. So every Marvel set had to have Wolverine and Spider-Man, and every Batman set had to have um, Batman and Superman. Um, And then when uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe happened, and they started making clicks based off of the movies, that's when we actually had a jump in Iron Man. So Iron Man actually wasn't popular in Hero Clicks until the movie started, and then we went from having, like, ballparking maybe 15 Iron Mans across what was Hero Clicks up until that point, and then in the Iron Man 3 set alone, we got, like, 20 Iron Mans. So I feel bad for the people that are like, I collect every Iron Man. I'm like, you poor, poor person. Because there's a lot of freaking Iron Mans in this game. Believe me, my husband loves Iron Man, and I believe, I think he has every one of them. Yeah, it's a huge collection. Like, originally I was like, yeah, every Wolverine is impressive. No, if you're collecting every Iron Man, that's seriously impressive at this point. Because it went from, like, Spider-Man and Hulk being the mainstays of every Marvel set to being, like, there isn't a single set without an Iron Man, unless it's an X-Men set. Yeah. And then, if it's not an X-Men set, you have five Iron Mans. And it's like, you poor people. And they're not even doing REVs anymore. Yeah. Like, this is just single characters. Yeah. I'm the poor set that collects all the figures. Doesn't matter what it is. The whole set. I have to fill out the whole set. That's that's my husband. He he collects. He will, like, it's an accomplishment for him to complete the set and how fast he can do it. So, on release days, we buy so much. Like, I don't even know how we have a house above our head. Because <laughs> we're buying, like, two, three cases of clicks. And My um, God. That's uh, a lot of hero clicks. <laughs> I know. And, and we have a lot of extras. Um, but he has gone back and bought, like, and traded. And he trades a lot, too. Um, but he's bought, like, all the colossals, like, the old stuff. All mm-hmm. the team bases and stuff like that. So, there's a lot of figures in the room. <laughs> so, do I'm you have a Hero Clicks room? I yeah, sure do. <laughs> I'm actually sitting in the Hero Clicks room right now, and I'm looking at all these colossals and. That's all, amazing. Yeah, I'll have to like send you guys a picture because he we have like we had a dedicated room to it because I finally got sick of it being downstairs. I was like, mm. I want my kitchen table to be a kitchen table, not a Heroclix <laughs> storage device. <laughs> so I was like, I'll just give you one of the rooms. Just get it out of the downstairs. So, um, Emily, we have a closet. <laughs> Some days I wish it was a closet, but Emily, do you have like a favorite character? Um, I don't know if I have a favorite character. I know. When I first, first started playing, um, I really liked using uh, Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I'm more focused on what pieces do rather than who they are. Yeah. That's fair enough. Now, I do have to ask, Emily, with you having played this game for a couple of years now, and you saying that, admittedly, you're not a comic book reader... Has there been any characters in the game that you like playing that you've been like, hmm, maybe I should read the comic for this? No, n- not about reading it, but 
I, I enjoy the Marvel, like, going to see the Marvel movies now more, and when I'm seeing the characters on the screen, I'm like, oh, okay, so then, it, then it's, it's tying it in a little bit more for me, and it's making me enjoy those movies more than I would have. It's like, oh, that's why he has energy shield. Yes. There you go, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I feel like, um, I definitely have, after playing some of the game, I'll, I'll be like, I don't really know this character, and I actually, like, Google it, you know, and, and read up on it, or I try to find the comic. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So that's definitely enlightened me when I'm playing. Because some of these little figures I have no clue. Because I don't, like, read comics on a daily or weekly basis. So but that's, that's interesting because I know, Emily, you said you don't really follow the comics or... At all. I have never read a comic or picked up a comic in my life. So <laughs> well, <laughs> that's how I learned how to read. <laughs> Okay, Emily, we're going to need your address, and we're going to start sending you comics. <laughs> it's like, I will give you my login say. for Marvel Unlimited, and you can go wild. There you go. Well, there yeah, are Marvel Runaways. Things. Runaways is really good. Yeah. My, boy, my boyfriend likes comics, so there are comics in the house. I've just never picked one up. Duet. <laughs> uh, killing me small. Marvel Unlimited is definitely a good place to start. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, Chris Motherman says, what are some good ways to promote the game to females? Um, the majority of girls I've seen play the game are usually playing with their significant other. Um, he came down to our venue and played, and he says, you know, it was great to see, um, you know, regular players of the female, uh, kind. Um, he's, he lives in Nashville, and he says that, you know, there could be, you know, women that come to play in Nashville, and he was just wondering, like, how can we promote it better for the female base? I think just... the game in general is hard, too, though. It's not mm-hmm. only just a female base, getting new players mm-hmm. just yeah, to come out, period, yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's hard because, one, you have to, you, you can't be broke. I mean, you have to buy the figures. Like, oh, yeah. you've got to have money. Um, and I think it's hard. The learning curve is really hard. Yeah. You have to really want to learn the game. It's not a, let me pick this up in an hour and see if I got this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let me struggle for a couple days getting through this rule book, and, and then think, I'll play and realize yeah. I played it all wrong. And I feel like sometimes it's hard for new players to come along, too, because the players you play against, like, if you go to a new venue and you want to pick up this game, you're going to have one or two people is like, okay, I'll, like, I don't want to use the word dumb down our skill, but it's one of those like, okay, I'll try to teach you the game, but, okay, in a couple weeks, like, you know, I'm going to get back to my regular play, and, yeah. and it's kind of like, I don't want to, like, lower my quality of play to teach somebody, I mean, I don't mind doing it, like, for like, you know, if someone comes in, but it's just hard, because... I'm also there to learn and play, and I know it's hard for the guys. It's it's really hard for them, because they want to crush you in, in ten minutes or less. And it's like, you can't do that to new players, guys. Like, you will run them away. And I just feel like female players just, I don't know. They gotta have thick skin, I guess. I find, like, we are definitely in the minority, Mm-hmm. Um, there are two easy ways that, uh, women end up 
getting interested in the game. And one of them is either through the comics or through gaming itself. Which, in both of those, while they are growing markets, are fairly minority in themselves, where they're both kind of male-dominated. The gaming is more actually 50-50. There's a lot more women in the gaming side than there are in the comic side, at least from my personal experience. It's obviously not, like, official statistics on it. Yeah. Um, Most of the women that I have known to play the game... Um, other than the one girl that played with her dad, um, most of them have been, like Chris was saying, as girlfriends, significant others, and I find a lot of those girls aren't doing it because they want to do it, they're doing it because their boyfriends or husbands or whatever are asking them to do it, and they're, it's not built from a genuine interest in the game. So, I think it's, like, more of, like, uh, people are like, oh, my wife hates when I play this game. My girlfriend hates that I play this game. They hate that I spend so much money in it. And it's hard, definitely, especially if they don't have an interest in it. But I think it would be catching the ones that do have the interest, catching the girls that are in the comic shop and reading, be like, hey, do you like games? Have you ever tried Heroclix? The ones that are out there for board games, for Magic, being like, hey, are you interested in trying out another game? Um... I had a girlfriend once, and uh, she came out to what we used to call New Guy Night. It's basically what they're revamping now with the sidekick events. Mm -hmm. Uh, We used to have New Guy Night, and she came out with me. And she was like, okay, well, I'll do this more as, you know, the whole girlfriend significant other thing. And I was like, I think you'd really like this game because we played X-Men RPGs together. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I think you'd really like this game. Let's, Let's try and play it together. And she's like, okay, so she got into it for me, but then got into the game itself and really enjoyed it. And then later on, like, after we were no longer longer together and stuff, she stayed into it and kept going until the, um, before the NECA buyout when WizKids dropped off. And the game wasn't actually being produced for a couple of years. Um, and I don't, I don't think she ever got back into it once um, NECA bought it and we got hero books again. Um, but then, and the only other girl that I know that I've done it is, uh, another girlfriend of mine, but she's like, oh, well, I played it because my boyfriend wants me to play it, and she's like, I'll play it for you, but I don't really want to play it. So, I think it's finding that, like, um, that, like, Venn diagram of interest. Because, like, let's see if we can find someone that has a similar interest and kind of sway them this way. Um, but I've had a lot of, um, Chris is actually one of them, I've had a lot of fans kind of turn to us and be like, hey, seeing your wife, seeing Amber play this game has really made my girlfriend, my wife, whatever, really interested in this game. Be like, hey, there's another girl. Let's play. Let's do this. Let's play. There's other girls that play. So I don't know. I guess as for us trying to be as vocal, like even doing this podcast is an all-female podcast, being like, hey, there are girls that play this game. Let's try and get more girls to come play. I think it would be... It's hard. It's it's legit hard. I got into it because, again, Daniel plays, and it was our way of doing something together. So I just got into it. Of course, I fell in love with it because it is challenging. You have to, you know, kind of use your mind and, and skill and, and stuff like that. But um, I just think it's hard because a lot of a lot of women just either you have that fan base of the comics for the women or you just don't and they're just like oh I know the Marvel movies I saw Guardians last week 
but they don't. They can't name a single character in the movie except for Groot. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> um, but everyone loves Groot. Yeah, everyone loves Groot. But uh, I just don't really know if there's a, a way to get women into it. There's there's not like a simple button. I don't know. Because I mean, if 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 I could, I would try. I try all the time to get my co-workers to come and learn it but when I tell them at work what I do they just kind of like have that blank face look <laughs> at me like I have no idea what you're talking about but um I just wish there was a, an easier answer on how to get more women into it definitely yeah so um a couple more questions and then we'll be done and we could just talk more if you guys want to um if you could play against one other player, female or male, who would it be? I have so many. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, no, there's so many. Like, I, for the amount that we have traveled and the random pairings, and it's always funny that, like, we'll go to a brand new venue that we've never been before or will cross countries and I'll be like, okay, first round, Amber versus Jason. It's like, really? I know. Like, we came yep. here together. Like, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate <laughs> it. It always happens that way. <laughs> I got, I got, and I consider myself lucky. I got lucky that when we went down to Michigan in for the Rockstar uh, Super Q that we went there, I got to play, and I ended up winning, uh, against Scott Crampton. And I was like, this was a spectacular game. I want to play more players like this. Yeah. Most of the time, I'll end up, like, losing in my first round. And I play spectacular players, but it's, like, it's never the people that I go there being like, oh, I wish I played this person. I wish I could play PJ Bullen. I wish I played Matty G today. Mm -hmm. I want to play Easton Brock. Like, these are the players that I wish I had played against. And... Not to say that the people that I have played against are bad players, but it's just like I want to like I want to see how I do up against the best of the best. Mm -hmm. So it's like those are always the players that it's like I really want to play against this player. I got to play against Kevin Afrouz, and it was a freaking hilarious game because it happened at like one in the morning, and it was a sealed, and he had pulled. This was back when Invincible Iron Man was out. So he had pulled the Iron Man from that set, the 001 Iron Man that just ignores the map and destroys everything. And it was an absolute hilarious game, but he just obliterated my team. And he <laughs> felt bad afterwards to the point where he was like, I'm, you know, this for a couple of years past this, so it doesn't really matter. But he's like, okay, your score was actually this. Alright, sign off on this. I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll say it was this. It wasn't zero. It was totally this score. Yeah, I totally killed everything but Iron Man. Yeah. But it's like, I, I've been able to play Kevin Fruz. I've been able to play Scott Crampton. Um, but it's like those other big names. Like, I wish I could play these players. This would be fantastic. Now, I have gotten a chance to play, actually, at Origins this year in the Battle Royales. I got to play with Asia. I got to play with um, I got to play with Sarah, and I believe uh, Emily. Did we play a game together? Yeah, I think we did have one. 
Yeah, because I'm like, I played four ba battle royales, and it just happened to be that every single battle royale I played, I played with another female player. Oh. It was fantastic. It was the weirdest, like, happenstance, but it was absolutely fantastic. And I actually played a game against Sarah in the Grinders, and it was probably one of the best games that I played. I actually absolutely loved her team. It was Coriander and Doc Ock, and I'm like, this is a fantastic oh, team. I'm awesome. so glad I got to play this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I definitely see, like, any of the high-level names that you see show up all the time, I'd love to play those players. Yeah. I didn't get to play... I only played with um, Asia in a battle royale. I didn't get to play with any other females. <laughs> I was like, oh, there's all these females, and I don't get to play against them. Mm. Alyssa and Asia, those were my other two. So I played with Emily, Sarah, Alyssa, and Asia. So each battle royale I did played with female players. That's awesome. So, Patricia, is there someone you would want to play against? Um, think of all the big names. I've never played Pat. I'm calling him out right now. I need to play him. Uh-oh. <laughs> Showdown. <laughs> Rock up. Patricia versus Patrick, yes. Is Patricia, are you going to blow his face off? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> oh. So, um, Emily, is there anybody that you would want to play against? Um, I'm I'm similar to Amber, where I'd I'd love to play all the high level names that that you see out there, and that was that was one of my favorite favorite parts of going to Origins for the first time this year. Um, I did, I got to face Easton, I got to face Paris in one of the grinders, so it was nice getting to, to face some of these people, and I took the opportunity to talk to them after the game and say, look, like, I, I love learning, and I love playing against people that are, are, are better and mm -hmm. awesome at this game, because that's how I'll learn, so I asked them for, for feedback and, and tips and, and such, so I'd love to play other people um, as well, that, that their names are, are out there. Yeah. I've played against a lot of them. Um, and, and like you said, Emily, it's always good to get their feedback on the match that you just played. Um, and those guys are the greatest. Um, I mean, they're just so nice. I've never had one of them like, peace, I just beat you and just walk away. They're always like, okay, yeah. let's put the figures back on the board. And they'll show me things that I didn't even see. I'm yep. like, I have no idea, like, at that point in time, I didn't even see that. Like, and that's one reason I like, you know, the kind of the group that I hang out with and I get to play against. Um, here lately, I've been playing against Matty G, like, every tournament, and he's great. He's fun to play against, but it's a little nerve-wracking because he is such a great, such a great player. Um if I had to play against someone, and I know I've said this in a past podcast, I have not played against PJ. And I know I would get my butt whooped, but uh, most likely. But uh, I just feel like he's just a great character, and he's just a good guy for this game. In this PJ's game. great. I've played yeah. against him. I mean, he can, he can whoop your butt, but he does it so nicely that <laughs> you know like because I see him I watch his matches and I'm like dude he's like kicking butt right now but like you wouldn't even know like he's not being an ass about it he's not you know he's just like I'm sorry dude like and he he apologizes for like when someone rolls a crit miss and and stuff like that he's just an overall great guy so 
I just we'll have I, to make him an honorary Canadian. There you go. I wish. Um, I just want to pick his brain sometime. I want to play against him and just pick his brain and see like what he sees on my team that I don't see or something like that. Um, that's kind of what the reason I want to play him. So. Um. So. As far as, like, ending the show, I think we should end it with maybe just going over um, our favorite clicks memory, whether that be winning a tournament, a special match, something if you guys want to tell more than one memory. I think that'd be great. So, does Emily want to start? Sure. I've actually got two that I can think of. Okay, cool. Um, My first one would be only six months into playing the game, and uh, we we ended up going to Canadian Nationals, and I actually made it into day two <laughs> um, af- from after the cut, so that, that just felt so awesome. I think I was in, like, 31 at the end of it, but just to, to make it past the cuts, mm-hmm. that, was, that was pretty amazing for only having played for six months. That's awesome. And um, my second memory is... Um, there was four of us in a carpool going to Ottawa for a Winamap. There you go. And I think there were about like twenty or twenty-five players, and uh, it just turned. It, it ended up being that usually anybody that we travel with, we end up facing, but this time for whatever reason, none of us faced each other, and us four in the car ended up being top four. That's <laughs> so we amazing. Call- yeah, we called ourselves the winningest car ever going home, so that was really fun. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Yeah. It, it I sucks. feel like my husband was in there. Yes, he was. We we faced we were um we faced in the in the top four and, and he beat me in that one. But I that was that was my homebrew team that nobody else was playing. I had my uh my Chase Sunfire that I love so much with that Johnny Quick and I love that little team. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, there's nothing worse than traveling, like, three, four hours, and then, like like you said, Amber, earlier, and, like, first round, you get paired with someone you rode with. It's like, yeah. really? I've been practicing with these people for weeks. Like, I don't want to play against them now. So, Amber, do you have some special, like, favorite memories? I imagine you have, like, a whole list of them. Honestly, there's so many. Yeah. And, like, I'll have two that I'll share. And, like, the first one was I have I have my buddy Chris. And I have known him for pretty much as long as I have uh, played um, competitively, like, out at tournaments, uh, HeroClix. He's pretty much my big brother. Like, I love this guy to death. And we had one where, like, it was, like, my defining moment of, like, I'm starting to understand strategy now where um, we had a game, and he had his player up on Elevated. And I really, for whatever reason, when I used to make teams, never included ranged figures. Like, I was always very close combat-y figures. So there was a, and I can't remember what set it was from, there was a Nightcrawler that, like, his sculpt was amazing. It was him in the middle of a Banff. So, like, there's, like, six legs and, like, two tails and three heads. Like, he's all, like, all over the place. And so I had that Nightcrawler, and he was like, ha, 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 I'm up on this building. You can't get me because 
There weren't always friendly maps, so there was one map where there was elevated, but you could only get on it if you were a flyer. There wasn't actually ladders to get up on this. Like the courtyard is so, now? Yeah, so he was up on this elevated, and I had my nightcrawler, like, base to him, but, like, he was elevated and I was grounded, so there was no way I could get him, but he could shoot down to me. So I was like, what am I going to do? So I was like, ha, 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 I'm going to perplex my my zero range up to one so I can shoot you with my nightcrawler. And, like, you could see his mind being blown that I had done this. And he was like, yes, Grasshopper, you have finally learned. (laughs) (laughs) So that was a very defining moment for me in my strategy. Um, Now, this was, like, a good ten or more years ago. Um, But the one that I tell the most, and this is my more defining... Heroclix one as my very very first experience into Heroclix at a venue was a free comic book day and this was a comic shop in a little town called Streetsville now it's in my city but my city is actually built up of five different townships and they kind of just amalgamated into a city so one of our townships is called Streetsville and we have this comic shop called Image And this is where my dad has been buying comics since he was like a teenager. So we know the family. We know the people that work there. I go in all the time. They've watched me grow up. So I was like, hey, they're doing a Heroclix thing. And my boyfriend at the time uh, was playing Heroclix. And I was like, I want to do Heroclix again. Yay, Heroclix. So I went out and they had just a whole bunch of tables outside the shop. And people were just doing pickup games. It wasn't a tournament. It was just, hey, let's play Heroclix. Let's celebrate free comic book day. Let's do this. So we had grabbed one of the tables, and I had this tiny little, like, craft, uh, like, kit that had my whatever I had collected so far. And I had uh, Ultimates had just come out. So I was really, really attached to this veteran Ultimates Black Widow. I thought it was fantastic. I love the crap out of Incapacitate. So I was like, I have this awesome Ultimates team. I've got this Black Widow. So I sat down to play, and I sat up against this guy. And he had been playing for, I don't know how long. But he had been playing for a while, and he was super competitive, and he sat down. So I put down my Black Widow and my Hawkeye and whatever I had put in this team. And he puts down a KC Superman. (laughs) Now... We all know what the KCs do now. They were super, super powerful when they first came out. Yeah. And they were really, really rare. So he puts down this KC Superman, and he's just like, I'm so sorry. He's like, but we're playing this game. We're going to play it out. And I'm like, yeah, we'll play it out. I'm like, so excited to play Heroclix, guys. And so the whole time that we're playing this game, and he's absolutely destroying me with this KC Superman, and I'm having a blast. I'm absolutely loving playing this game. But the whole time, he's got this buddy hanging over him, and his buddy's like, dude, like, take it easy on this girl. Like, you got this little girl, she's playing Heroclix. Like, I was 17, 18 at the time. So I was like, dude, this little girl's playing Heroclix. Like, stop crushing her, she'll never come back. Like, this is the only girl we've ever seen play this game. Like, stop destroying her life. Um, So the whole time, like, I'm laughing, I'm loving this game. And he ends up just completely obliterating my team with KC Superman. Because, of course, it's KC Superman versus Ultimate's Black Widow. Yeah. 
And so afterwards, it's like, okay, I want to come back. I want, I love this game. This is absolutely hilarious. But this ends up being, like, my introduction into the game. This also happens to be the day that I met my future husband. There you go. Was, um, was he it playing? was not the one playing Casey okay. Superman. <laughs> it was his buddy oh. afterwards being yeah. like, hey, stop beating up the little girl. Yeah, so, yeah, that's actually Jason. Ah. The first time I ever met Jason, he was trying to tell my big brother, Chris, to stop beating me up with Casey Superman. Ah. So that's sweet. A, that's a good memory. Right? And that's why I tell the story all the time. There you go. <laughs> Where it's like, I've had so many memories with Heroclix, like, but this is the one that people want to hear. Yeah. Especially us women. We're like the sappy, like, aww. <laughs> Jason would like to interject that he has never, he never called me the little girl. He said, new girl. Don't beat up the new girl. Don't beat up the new girl. <laughs> <laughs> so. <sighs> Who else has the answer? Who else? I lost track. Oh, I haven't gone. Okay, there you go. Patricia, it's um, your turn. Or, does Amber, do you have any more memories you want to talk about? Or No, those are those are the big ones. Those like, big I mean, ones. there's just been so many, but, yeah. I mean, we could be here all night talking about my Heroclix memories. <laughs> okay. Um, I guess I have the fond memory of my first big tournament ever. Like, you know, the, the one where you go out of your way to... It's like... You know, back in the day, we had those pre-releases that only certain cities got, so people yeah. would drive down in caravans, so, like, there was fond memories of, like, you know, a huge growth from Vancouver, we would drive down to Lacey, Washington, so it's about a five-hour road trip, mm-hmm. and so, like, four or five cars would drive down the caravan, and it was just so much fun that it was such an exclusive event that we would all go down, there'd be, like, 100 people at this pre-release. So I wish they would do pre-releases like that again, where mm-hmm. hundred people would just flock to one place and play. That's amazing. Yeah, the good old days. The good old days. Now it's like every venue gets it, and you have six people playing, and yeah, it's buy, not like, so special anymore. Yeah, it's like okay, well the the bricks left. Who wants to buy the rest of it so we can make our money? And <laughs> so, you have any more memories? I mean, surely you have another one. Oh, well, yeah, lots of memories. I guess my first big, big tournament, the one I, I flew to, like one of the Wizard Worlds. Yeah. Um, that was where I played the Superwoman, Superwoman, her little pit crew. So I had yeah. the Jean Grey. I had the Spider Man with the backpack, and he had pounds. I loved it. Nice. Um, oh, the Franklin Richard Pog to catch all my CSA tokens. Nice. Was, there was probably a medic on there too, because that's how you played back then. Yeah. <laughs> And then, yeah, so I played in that big tournament. I made the cut to the finals, and you know, I didn't, I didn't get that much further. But it was good to make that cut. And yeah. the rules are at that time was hair ten, and then you know, after every big tournament, everyone always writes on the realms. You know, like oh, we had so much fun at our tournament. Hair ten was like, you know, I had a great fun at this tournament judging, blah blah blah, and you know, especially it was a standout with Patricia with her great superwoman team, like. Oh, like, I guess, you know, I was the girl that played there, so yeah. it was a standout for him, but, you know, just getting a shout-out was, yeah. was really cool. Yeah, it feels really good getting a shout-out. Like, um, when I got a shout-out from Aaron Cantu in a Majestics article about my North Carolina team, 
I was like, Daniel comes running down, and he's like throwing his phone in my face. And I'm like, okay, you're just naming another article. And he's like, no, read it. It's you. And I was like, what? Like, I didn't think people knew who I was. <laughs> so, That's awesome. Yeah, it was it was cool. Um, as for me, I have so many fun memories as far as like car trips with guys. I mean, the, the, the topics that we come up with, it's like, I wish we would record ourselves because <laughs> it's like, we can't make that shit up sometimes. Like, it's just, it's awesome. Um, but two big memories I have, uh, last year at the Rock Cup, um, I didn't want to play in finals and semifinals and stuff like that. I was like, I, I'm not at that league. And, um, so Daniel and them were like, you should play the Midnight Super Qualifier. And I'm like, oh, I go to bed at like 10. Like, this is at midnight. And of course, they didn't start till like 1.30. And so I played it. And I played the Skull Ship with Proteus and some ID cards. And, um, it was my last match. And I played against a guy from, I want to say from Iowa can't remember his name um by turn three he killed my skull ship and I was like oh this is bad this is real bad like now I'm facing like his whole team and all I have is Proteus now Proteus can't call in any of my ID cards because of course I had like the big hitters and Mm -hmm. I end up winning that match really yeah my Proteus outlasted and killed all of his team. Like, he called in Nightwing, and I was like, okay, this is done for. You know, pop out the Tony Zuko, perplex up attack, you know, he's gonna hit me, Flurry, surely he's gonna hit. He missed both attacks. And I was like, what? And, like, time, like, I killed his last character, and it's literally, all the guys around us were like, what just happened? And I was like, I don't know. Like, it was one of those, like, I don't know how a 35-point last-click Proteus just beat a whole team. Like, it was, it was amazing. And I remember they told us, you know, like, afterwards they said, okay, third place, Sam Powell. And I was like, what? And they're like, yeah, you got third place. And that was, like, the best I've ever done. I couldn't run up to that room fast enough. I come barging in that room, and all the guys are like, Hey, and I'm like, oh my gosh, guys, you won't believe I just got third place. And like, that's great. We want to sleep. And I'm like, no, you guys have to listen to how I won. <laughs> and they're like, and I can just remember Dan going, I love you, but I need to sleep. I'm like, no, you have to listen to the story. Like, <laughs> you told I don't, me to go play this tournament. <laughs> like, you will not that believe fantastic. what just happened. And to this day, I mean, like every time I see Proteus, I'm like, yes, I like fist bump him almost. I'm like, yeah. Like, you're my buddy. So, um, and then my second one, of course, uh, when I won the Super Q in Clarksville, it was by sheer luck that I rolled a breakaway roll (laughs) on an overdrive. Um, it it was one of, like, the best memories, because we were in a separate room, and they were doing on Twitch, and, uh, I'd been play- I had to play against Kyle, and we had practiced so many, so many times during like the weeks prior to the event, and we just joked. We're like, 
we're going to be top two. We're just going to go down and be top two, which in our minds, we're like, dude, we're going to go down there. There's going to be Daniel. There's Manny G. You know, Howard Brock was there. There's guys from Knoxville. Like, a ton of top-tier players. And then when it was me and Kyle in the end, we're like, how did this happen? And we just started laughing. And then, um, you know, when it came down to, like, last action, time was called. I had to roll a breakaway roll um, with my overdrive. I had to hit a five or six. And I remember just rolling the dice. I said, okay, let's do this. And I just rolled the dice. I knew I hit it. But I never knew what I rolled until after we we watched the match. And I was like, oh, I rolled a six. Um, In that moment, like, that relief was like, I just won Super Qualifier. And having Daniel and all the guys, like, coming in the room and just seeing them just ecstatic was just, like, one of the best memories. Because I was like, oh, my gosh, I just did this. And this is amazing. And um, But now everybody knows my name. So... (laughs) <laughs> I, I can't go incognito anymore, so. Um, You're no longer underestimated. I'm no longer underestimated, yes. I feel like I got a little bit more pressure on me now, too, because last, I mean, when I used to go in there, I was like, okay, I, I went, you know, you know, two and three or three and two, and I, you know, maybe didn't make it. It's like, okay, whatever. Now it's like, oh my gosh, Sam, you, you lost? I'm like, yeah, I, I do all the time. It's okay. Like, I just feel a little bit more pressure because <laughs> I feel like people think I should be better, but... I can understand that. Yeah. You feel a little bit more pressure when you when you kind of win something or you do well. Like, people just expect it. Like, they expect you to be able to walk in and just be, like, top four. I'm like, dude, like, it was by luck that I beat Manny G in top eight. And then I beat Marshall because we were both playing the same exact team and I literally just won map. It came down to map roll and I won map. So that was luck. And then I played Kyle and it came down to a breakaway roll. Like it wasn't no, like, I mean a skill, but then there's, it wasn't really that much skill. It was just down to a dice. It was a dice game. So. But you definitely need luck to win. So yeah, you do need some luck to win. Yeah. As, um, Unless you have a team that doesn't use dice, then you definitely need to have some kind of luck. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, like, uh, the guys that were streaming behind me, they were like, yeah, Sam just uh, sacrificed her firstborn in that dice roll. I'm like, uh, I think I did, yeah. <laughs> 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 like, <laughs> so, um, you guys want to add anything into this? Are we, are we done, or... Well, I would say, like, on, on the vein, as you were saying, and now you can no longer go incognito, um, I kind of get the similar thing now, where it's like, oh my gosh, you're Amber from Mary of the Clicks. I'm, I'm so intimidated by playing with you. I'm like, don't be. Yeah, I'm like, just... I don't win. Yeah, I know. I get that too. I'm like... <laughs> it's like, I'm, I'm probably the most famous loser in Hero Clicks right now. Like, if we have over a hundred... Like, honestly, we have over 100 recorded games on our YouTube channel over the last four years. And I can actually tell you which, like, five I've won <laughs> over 100 games. <laughs> like, my success rate, at least versus my husband, is, like, 3%. I lose games, too. Yeah. Um, 
Now, like, I mean, when I go out to tournaments, I I, ha- I do usually go, like, two and one or whatever. And as I was mentioning earlier, I do have that uh, Age of Ultron surprising 4-0-1 where they're like, hey, fourth round. Um, but it's like, I'm not, like, everybody sits down and be like, oh, my gosh, I know you. And it's like, yeah, but, like, don't. Like, don't let that affect your game mm-hmm. because yeah. this isn't this isn't go, gonna go any differently. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm usually like, if I face somebody that I know, I'm just like, okay, it, it, you're gonna probably kick my butt. Just you know, make it quick. Like, <laughs> I don't want to. I've actually, much. I've actually become notorious to tell my opponent how to beat me. Because <laughs> if I've gotten to like halfway through the game and I know I'm losing, and they're not quite there, but like, okay, you need to do this next. No, don't do that. Do this. Yeah. No, you need to do this. Like, you, I can tell you how to beat me. Yeah, you tell them, like, use your perplex. Like, TK them mm. this way. <laughs> like, don't actually, you want to prob that one? You sure? You, are you sure? <laughs> There's actually one game at uh, Canadian Nationals two years ago uh, when I was playing the Skullship, and it's one of the best I've done. The two times I have ranked high in the higher level tournaments, I was playing the Skullship. Um, the first year at Canadian Nationals, I came in 14th that year. So I made top 16. Um, and there was a game that was actually on on the stream. So it was on camera. And at this point, we had been doing our channel for a couple of years. So I have, like, a camera persona rather than, like, just sitting across from me playing. So it's like, okay, well, I'm on camera. I went into camera mode. So it's like you have the, like, fun, bubbly amber, not, like, the focused... Um, strategic Amber. Mm-hmm. So there's one point where he, I went up against, and this was before Faust exploded. I went up against a Faust Doctor Strange team that had Tim Hunter. So there was one point where he had, he was like, oh, well, I'm gonna support uh, Doctor Strange. And he's like, it's gonna be a 10 on an 18. Well, like, first he's like, I'm gonna support Doctor Strange. I'm like, oh, of course you are. That's, like, the perfect thing to do. He's like, oh, it's a 10 on an 18. I'm like, no, it's not. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, you have defend with Tim Hunter. You're going to defend, make Doctor Strange a 16 defense, and then you're going to support. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do that. Yeah, that's totally what I'm doing. I'm like, of course that's what you're doing. I'm not going to let you play the game wrong on camera. Like, yeah. I'm going to tell you this is what you're supposed to be doing. <laughs> I ended up winning that game only because it came to a dice roll um, afterwards because no points were scored because it was Faust, so I couldn't do anything. Yeah. And he was up against a skull ship where he wasn't doing enough damage to it. Yeah. So, and at one point, I just took my skull ship away because I had um, power dampeners. Now, of course, this was when Faust first came out, so we didn't have that clarification that once you did a non-power action or whatever it is to take the power damper off, it would take all of them off. So we were actually playing it as if I had to take them off individually. So he had something like six or seven power dampeners on me. So I was playing every single turn, taking off a single power dampener, and he was trying to build his team back up, support them, whatever, to come back at me. So we ended up going to time... And we went to a roll-off, and I won. And afterwards, like, I went outside to vent about how, like, actually soul-crushing that that game was. Because I couldn't express that yeah. on camera. And, uh, and he had come up to me at one point, and he was like, 
He's like, I just have to know for my own sake how close was I to killing the, the skull ship. I was like, dude, you had it on its last click. <laughs> like, I was so convinced that he had won that game. I was like, I am panicking. Oh. I'm screaming on the inside because I know this dial back and forth. And he didn't know it because that was actually the year it came out. So we had, once it got previewed, where I was like, Jason, I want to play this. Build me a team with this guy. We are going to play test the crap out of this. So I was the only one playing him, but I also knew him back and forth because I had been playtesting him for a month before he even came out. Yeah. Like, we used a printout and a proxy and everything. I playtest the crap yeah. out of that team. So you were, so you were in a butt-puckered kind of moment right there. Oh, absolutely. I'm like, I, I am going to die. <laughs> this is going to be it. And it's going to be on camera because, of course, it's going to be on camera. Of course it's going to be on and, camera. And I won in the, the roll-off which got me in, like, I ended up being in 14th for the top 16. Um, but I was like, this is this is horrible. And he was just like, well, he's like, yeah, how, how did I do it? I was like, dude, you had it on his last click. Like, one more attack, you would have. Like, I was running away to try and get power dampeners off so I could regen back up. <laughs> and he was like, oh, my gosh, I should have just made that attack. It's like, yeah, yeah, you really yeah. should have. <laughs> And then that's when you, like, you crush his soul right then. When you said you had it on his last click. You just was like, oh. He was just, like, in a puddle of mud right there. Just like, I hate this game. <laughs> so Absolutely right there. But, uh, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I we, we have so many memories. We could sit here and talk all night. And I know we could have a bunch of fun talking about things that we've experienced and and went through um do you guys have any final thoughts or and then the room goes silent and then this don't don't (laughs) speak at once guys i mean (laughs) i mean i was excited that we was able to do this um i told daniel on the way on the way there i was like yeah i've been kind of thinking about doing like a, a women's podcast and then after we kind of got together and got a picture, I was like, okay, I think they're more open, so we're going to try to do this. I wish we had more of us on here, but like I said, maybe we can do this, you know, maybe in six months or so, we can kind of catch back up and, and talk about how we've been doing and and stuff. Yeah, i definitely love to see how everybody's doing once the new rules hit. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Some more sets out, two more pieces. And also, I mean, we have the upcoming, like, all-girl, I say in quotations though you can't see me, uh, all-girl Heroclix set coming out with uh, Harley and the Gotham Girls. So I know yeah. there's going to be subsets, there are going to be guys in that set, but the main focus of this will be the DC women. Yeah. And I kind of want to see how that's going to go for us. Yeah. Are you guys all going to Rock Cup? I'm working it, so yeah. I should. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Everybody, yet. everybody yeah. spoke at once there. I didn't get a single answer. <laughs> uh, depends on being an adult, uh, <laughs> whether I have to work or not. Yeah, adulting. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah I haven't committed to it yet. Okay. Yeah. Um, I actually work for the Rock now, so yeah. um, I will be working it. I should be there. <laughs> there you go. Are you guys going to do your like podcast thing again, or? Um, like, we're mostly visual, uh, with the YouTube channel, 
Uh, we didn't. I don't think we did anything for uh, Rock Cup last year. Jason was a guest star on um, Critical Clicks. Okay. And he did the live podcast that they did. And I'd love for them to do another one this year. Yeah. That, that was... would be fantastic. Yeah. Um, I ended up, last year I was doing the media coverage because I came in as media specialist. Okay. And I was doing all of the chats and getting all the information out on Facebook and stuff uh, through the HC Realms accounts. Last year, that was my whole job. I sat at a computer the entire time while everybody else played HeroClix. So is that, um, that going to be your role this year? Or are you going to be able to be like out more on the floor? Or Now, I will... It, it's going to be split as far as I understand because as of uh, once the Rock Cup ended last year, there was actually kind of a restructuring of the Rock Board and the Judge Panel, and I'm now actually on the Judge Panel. Um, so I'm one of the, like, high-end, whatever. Oh, you're a fancy lady. High up, uh, yeah, fancy, fancy. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm on the rock, the, the rock judge panel, so I may actually be judging this year, um, or doing the media, I'm not sure which one. Wherever Howard wants me, I will be. There you go. <laughs> that is my job this year. Yeah. Uh, so I, de- I, like, I definitely have the plans to be there. Uh, we have the money put aside for our plane tickets, so we definitely, all of our intentions is to be there this year. Awesome. I know Daniel and the guys are going. I'm I'm 75% going to be there, I believe. That's if my work stays calm and doesn't need me. So, because um, I have the Super Q win, and I have, we have 100 points, so I could get into finals if I choose to do that, so... Not sure if I want to yet. It's still up in the air. I guess I want to see how uh, states go and kind of how these new rules kind of change the meta and see if I see if I like it, you know? I don't know if I want to spend... That's why I didn't play in Worlds and stuff. I didn't want to spend 12 mm. hours of my day slugging through Jakeem and Faust. I mean... It was definitely tough. <laughs> like, just Faust is... He's... I've played him before... And he's he's like a double edged sword. He's fun to play, but then he's not fun to play. And when you get don't get the dice rolls, you're like, I hate you, Faust. I hate you. you. But then when you roll him, you're like, yeah. But uh, I hate playing against him because Daniel. I had to practice against Daniel for his double D twenty team, and I would like want to flip tables. I would like throw dice because I'm like I can't do anything. I can't even move because you put energy like, dampeners. I can't even and, clear either. Like, I, can't. <laughs> I know. It's like, I hate you. I hate this game. I would just like, I would stomp upstairs. I'm like, I'm never, I'm never playing clicks again. And then like the next day I'm like, okay, let's practice. Like I would just put my head down like, okay, just let's practice. Um, Patricia, are you going to any states in the next couple weekends? Uh, Ohio is this weekend. Yeah. And then... We haven't decided whether we're going to go to Michigan the weekend after or drive to Canada. Ooh. Ooh, Canada! Mm. Are you, Amber, are you going to play in Canada, or? I am actually playing this year. Ooh. This is shocking off for everybody, because um, for the last two years that they've run it, and for the first year that we had Canada Cup, I have been the head judge. Yeah. Um, and that's typically my role, as um, with a, especially now that I'm representing The Rock, uh, to be the the judge, um, but this year, like I really, 
I got to play at Worlds, and I didn't make it past any of the grinders, and I got that, I've got bit, I got that bug, where I'm like, I I want to do better, I want to play, I want to do this, so I'm actually going to be playing this year, I have Jason doing the judging for us, and uh, so he's going to go to the Quebec uh, Provincials, actually. Or he has his fingers crossed. We have plans so far that he's going to go to Quebec that may change. Um, that is next week. Or, yeah, that's next weekend. And we have uh, our our Ontario Provincials is August 5th. Cool. So I have a team. We've been theory crafting between me, Jason, our buddy Aiden, and my other buddy Jason. And we've been talking about teams. So I'm hoping to get something where I'll actually do well, yeah, and be like, hey, look at this, I can actually play this game. <laughs> do you guys, I mean, you guys don't have to answer if you don't want to, but would you guys want to tell, like, your teams that you're thinking of playing, or, I know some people are, like, totally against saying what they want to play. I was originally going to play the uh, Skyscraper Wonder One uh, at 225 with Goblin King. But then we got lucky and we pulled the uh, Dark Knight Rises Superman in our brick. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, we're going with that instead. Because that Superman is beastly and I want to play the crap out of him. Nice. That is a good one. So, I have a couple of teams built around him and we'll see uh, See how play testing. Yeah. Yeah. Have you guys been practicing, like, uh, just at your venue or at your house? I know Jason plays, so. Do you guys practice nightly? Unfortunately, at this point, Jason's job, his new job, is very, very time-consuming, so I haven't been able to play clicks in a really long time. Um, But my other buddy, Jason, wonderful Jason's in my life, uh, we're going to start setting up some uh, Skype uh, matches, and he's going to help me uh, play test for this. Cool. So, that is the plan so far. Do you guys like that new skyscraper, Wonder Woman? I love her. Yeah. yeah. I want to play her so badly. Yeah. She's on my. She's going to be on my state's team as a Colossal Retaliator. Yes. So I'm just going to... All Wonder Woman. Mostly because she has sidestep and seven movement. <laughs> and <Not> plasticity. Really. <laughs> yeah, and plasticity. So um, that's nice. Because I, I love the Atom. Because I love not being able to let them use shape change and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. uh, I need a Wonder Woman on my team. So I'm playing her. <laughs> right on. Yeah. I yeah, I haven't had a chance to play her either. Yeah. So, I'm probably going to be one of the norms. I'm going to play the Jakeem. I'm not going to play Goblin King, though. I don't I don't really care for him. So, I got a little bit of a support for Jakeem. For my team. We're still practicing. We're still tweaking. So, Patricia's probably playing Devil Dino. I played the crap out of Devil Dino during the rock <laughs> last year. I and then had, I played I him in Michigan. Say, I know you played it a lot. I was like, but she's played Devil Dino. <laughs> yeah, I played the crap out of him. But like after the rock weekend, I'm like, I'm kind of tired of this figure. <laughs> I played him in the team field too, and I played him there. <laughs> you just can't get away from him. So, all right, ladies. Well, it was good talking to you all. And, um, like I said, maybe we can do this in the, in about six months, give it a couple sets, give it the new rules, um, you know, maybe before Rock Cup or maybe even after Rock Cup. And so, 
um, good luck in all your states and everything. Let's, let's keep in touch. And, yep. And definitely. Kick some asses. Yeah. Let's, Are you let's... doing the four tournaments? I am, that... I am not doing four. <laughs> no. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I am not that hardcore. Like, um, I'm going to do the two this weekend. The Illinois and the Missouri. Okay. Uh, mostly because Illinois is really close for us. And Missouri is ran by some good buddies that come to our venue all the time. And I want to, like, support them. So, um, but yeah, Clarksville is probably going to be a bloodbath and Lexington is going to be a bloodbath. So I'll just let the men go play and just, yeah, I'm just not going to, I'm not going to venture down in that land. So, but like I said, you know, let's keep in touch and, um, you know, you know, keep in touch and say like, you know, how we're doing and ideas and, and whatnot and. Maybe we can do this again, and maybe we can get Sarah and Jennifer on there, and we can bounce ideas off of them. So, absolutely, awesome. sounds good. Definitely. All right, thanks guys for being on here, and and for all our viewers, thanks for listening to Clicks Off. <laughs>